Greetings, my esteemed friends and travelers on the path. My name is Lewis, and this is Budo, the Martial Way. Recently, in episode 35 of the podcast, I read to you a letter written by the great and noble Seneca. Words of profound wisdom and depth preserved for over 2,000 years. Today, I wish to read to you the words of another great sage, overlooked and undervalued in his time, but now recognized as one of the many great patriarchs. These are the words of Friedrich Nietzsche in his incredible book, Thus Spoke Zarathustra, which is an amazing novel in which he conveys his message through the most remarkable and colorful prose. I would like to share with you just one short chapter that I remember enjoying the first time I read it. If I remember correctly, in this chapter of the book, we join our hero, Zarathustra, in his wandering journey as he comes across a town. But before he enters this town, he encounters a man, a fool as he is called, who warns him away from the town. That is all the background you need. And now... Without further interruption or interjection, I shall share with you this chapter and leave you to make your own judgment. I hope you enjoy. Thus, slowly making his way among many people and through divers' towns, did Zarathustra return indirectly to his mountain and his cave. And behold, on his way he came unawares to the gate of a great city. Here, however, a frothing fool with hands outstretched sprang at him and blocked his path. But this was the fool the people called Zarathustra's ape, for he had learned from him something of the composition and syntax of language, and perhaps also liked to borrow from his store of wisdom. The fool, however, spoke thus to Zarathustra. O Zarathustra, here is the great city. Here you have nothing to seek and everything to lose. Why do you want to wade through this mud? Take pity on your feet. Rather spit upon the gate and turn back. Here is the hell for hermits' thoughts. Here great thoughts are boiled alive and cooked small. Here all great emotions decay. Here only little dry emotions may rattle. Do you not smell already the slaughterhouses and cookshops of the spirit? Does this city not reek of the fumes of slaughtered spirit? Do you not see the souls hanging like dirty limp rags? And they also make newspapers from these rags. Have you not heard how the spirit has here become a play with words? It vomits out repulsive verbal swill. And they also make newspapers from this verbal swill. They pursue one another and do not know where. They inflame one another and do not know why. They rattle their tins, they jingle their gold. They are cold and seek warmth in distilled waters. They are inflamed and seek coolness in frozen spirits. They are all ill and diseased with public opinion. All lusts and vices are at home here, but there are virtuous people here too. There are many adroit useful virtues, many adroit virtues with scribbling fingers and behinds hardening to sitting and waiting. 
blessed with little chest decorations and padded rumpless daughters. There is also much piety here and much devout spittle licking and fawning before the gods of hosts. Down from on high drips the star and the gracious spittle. Every starless breast longs to go up on high. The moon has its court and the court has its moonclaves. To all that comes from the court, however, do the paupers and all the adroit paupers' virtues pray. I serve, you serve, we serve. Thus does all adroit virtue pray to the prince, so that the merited star may at last be fastened to the narrow beast. But the moon still revolves around all that is earthly, so the prince too still revolves around what is most earthly of all. That, however, is the shopkeeper's gold. The god of hosts is not the god of golden ingots. The prince proposes, but the shopkeeper disposes. By all that is luminous and strong and good in you, O Zarathustra, spit upon this city of shopkeepers and turn back. Here all blood flows foul and tepid and frothy through all veins. Spit upon the great city that is the great rubbish pile where all the scum froths together. Spit upon the city of flattered souls and narrow breaths, of slant eyes and sticky fingers, upon the city of the importunate, the shameless, the ranters in writing and speech, the overheated ambitious, where everything rotten, disreputable, lustful, gloomy, overripe, ulcerous, conspiratorial festers together. Spit upon the great city and turn back! But here, Zarathustra interrupted the frothing fall and stopped his mouth. Have done, cried Zarathustra. Your speech and your kind have long disgusted me. Why did you live so long in the swamp that you had to become a frog and toad yourself? Does not foul, foaming swamp blood now flow through your veins so that you have learned to quack and rail like this? Why did you not go into the forest, or plough the earth? Is the sea not full of green islands? I despise your contempt, and since you warned me, why did you not warn yourself? My contempt and my bird of warning shall ascend from love alone, not from the swamp. They call you my ape, you frothing fool, but I call you my grunting pig. By grunting you are undoing even my praise of folly. What then was it that started you grunting, that nobody had flattered you enough? Therefore you sat down beside this filth, so that you might have cause for much grunting, so that you might have cause for much revenge. For all your frothing, you vain fool, is revenge. I have divined you well, but your foolish teaching is harmful to me, even when you are right. And if Zarathustra's teachings were a hundred times justified, you would still use my teaching falsely. Thus spoke Zarathustra, and he looked at the great city, sighed, and was long silent. At length he spoke thus. This great city, and not only this fool, disgusts me. In both there is nothing to make better nothing to make worse. Woe to this great city, and I wish I could see already the pillar of fire in which it will be consumed, for such pillars of fire must precede the great noontide, yet this has its time and its own destiny. 
But I offer you in farewell this precept, you fool. Where one can no longer love, one should pass by. Thus spoke Zarathustra, and passed by the fool and the great city. So what happened here? Zarathustra came to this great city and at its gates, this one they call a fool, warned him of its many great vices, the sin and darkness contained within, which could all quite readily be attributed to modern culture and contemporary city life. Zarathustra quite harshly rebuked the fool as he said, if the city is so terrible, If it is truly so awful, why do you remain here? Zarathustra agrees with him. He he thinks, yes, the city is awful and full of sin, but are you any better as you criticize it so harshly and yet still cling to it when you could just as easily free yourself, live in the forest or away on any remote island? And again, could this not be valid criticism of modern society? Go online, corporate media, social media is full of these fools denouncing government, decrying the evils of society, and yet they still participate in society. They continue to vote in the same elections that install the same corrupt governments they proclaim to hate. How many people spend all their time so full of anger and resentment, yet continue to participate in the very same game they denounce and scorn? Of course, it's not so easy to rid ourselves of all worldly possessions and go entirely off-grid, pursue the wandering life of Diogenes, however attractive it may sometimes be. We do voluntarily participate in this game. We earn money, we pay taxes, roughly obey the law. But of course, as it has been said, we should be in the world, but not of the world. It is within our ability to step back from secular life whenever we please, to retreat within ourselves. If you know anything about Stoic or Zen practice, you should understand this very well and not need my explanation. If you do need further information, please listen to more of my podcast. But I have said enough. I just wanted to share with you another interesting chapter from a very entertaining and enlightening novel. If you did find it interesting, then please buy it and read for yourself. I hope everyone is having a fantastic day, week, month, year. The sun is shining, the weather is beautiful, life is good, and those on the way become the way. Postscript. So I was just listening through this again as I was editing it um, one last time before uploading it. And, you know, there's something that really struck me uh, listening through it again for a second time. What I found really interesting was as Zarathustra was criticizing the fool, he said to him, he said, yes, you're right. You're right about the city. Everything you're saying about the evils of the city are correct. But the It's the place that you are coming from. That's the problem. He said something about like, what was the matter? Weren't you loved enough? 
weren't you praised enough? And there's one line that is really, really just fantastic that I, I wrote it down. My contempt and my bird of warning shall ascend from love alone, not from the swamp. So he's saying the fool, his criticism, his contempt is coming from a place of, he said about revenge, about spite, about anger. Whereas from Zarathustra, it comes from love. It comes from wanting the best for people. And, you know, that's a really important distinction so yes, you can look at people and you can say, look, yeah, this is this is bad, <laughs> this is evil, this is sin, this is degenerate behavior. But I'm saying this not because I hate you, but because I love you and I want better. I want better for you. I want better from for me. I want better for everyone, for everything. I want to ascend and I want to take you with me. That's such an important distinction. Um so I think that's really interesting. And then at the end, uh, what does he say right at the end? He says something like, when you can't help them, just walk by. And that's really important. You know, if you if you grab onto a drowning man, he's just going to drag you down with him into that deep, dark water. So again, really interesting distinction, really interesting passage, amazing book. Please check it out. <laughs>